Closer says listen to what happened last time on the incorrigible party. Able to cast spells, you handling this item, you know, can can feel that this is not a normal cap, unlike the crap you got from Sardo's shop. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put that one uh, in my bag, and I'm going to take the one I got from Sardo and go over and put it on Sardo's head. <laughs> say, sleep well, little buddy. Tap him on the head. If you walk over to that pile of bodies and you place the amulet on it, you would be able to basically assemble these bodies into uh, a flesh goal. You learn, after your ten minutes, that this is a scimitar of vengeance. So you look at this scroll. It is a scroll of guiding bolt. So it falls in. This is a ring of jumping. So this is a cap of casting. Gozer, your hand axe. It is a returning hand axe. It's a. It's basically like a like a, a transporter. It's a doorway that kind of teleports you, and you enable for you to activate it. You must know the activation word, of which your ritual strangely is unable to tell you. Identify it later. Let's get out of here now before yeah, somebody comes let, back. Let's head. I can. I can look into it more later. It's gonna Google the cliff notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys get out of this cave. Now, the adventure continues. Do you want to set back upon the original way out of Zexa you were going to take? Yeah, I think we want to head the. the quickest route to Drukal. Drukal. Okay, and the, and the quickest route is back on back the way you were coming when you encountered the the horse and the and the yes. dead orc. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have a cloak with a hood and as we're traveling I'm going to pull my hood up. All right. So for the the rest of the day before nightfall Again, it's like early to mid-afternoon after all of this short resting and a, and a tuning that you spent in this cave. Well, you, you are, you're far enough north above Zexa where you can just want to head, you just want to head straight, straight west. Is that, or do you want to go back to your original campsite and pick up that trail? No, I think, I think we would take the, the shortest straight route west. if we were aware. And we have Chucky yeah. to navigate us too a little bit. Okay, are we perfect. taking? Are we making Chucky go with us? Oh, absolutely! Chucky's one of the only. Oh yeah, you yes. need your okay, bounty. Yeah. yeah. Look, okay, Chucky can get you back to where you originally rested for the night. But like, if you're just gonna instead just as the crow flies trying to cut west, Chucky will have no help navigating. But. Okay, I think. I yeah, that's fine. Probably uh, look around and sort of get a pretty good idea of where I need to go. So you guys have another. Uh, four or uh, probably like six hours left of travel that you're able to do. You get a probably a solid 20 miles or so by the time you will have to stop and, and rest up for the night. It's definitely, it's dark now, though night has fallen by the time you stop. Okay. That's assuming you want to continue marching after the sun sets. You could probably get another couple hours of, of marching. Uh, I think, I think I we're all pretty tired and it goes or looks like she needs a Needs to get a, a full night. I gotta attend to my burn wound. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, I, I'm still hurting from, uh, from that gauntlet that blew up on me. So I could definitely use <laughs> some time to recover. Like, what some damage HP. did you take in our recent battle? I mean, I took none, but yeah, I think uh, the first watch, uh, Chucky and I are going to sit up. I'm going to uh, scoot up next to him and go, uh, no offense, Chucky, uh, and put the manacle on his wrist and on my wrist and say, I just want to stick close to you tonight, you know. Oh, wait, wait a second. I, I took you to the cave. No, no. I, I, I Let me you. go. No, we're not letting you go. You're going to what? Drew Call with us. Like we agreed, No, no, right? no, no, no. I'm not going to Drew Call. I'm yeah. not going to freaking Drew Call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Language, Chucky. Language. <laughs> no, no. It's we talked about this. Remember? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I showed you the cave where I got the stuff. Yeah, and then we were going to go, Drakal. And you loot it. Yeah, we did that. That was great. Thanks. Nah, now we're going you, to Drakal. You're a snake. You're a cheat. Nah, it's it's in your best interest, let me tell you. I, there's some money in it for you. How much? 250 gold pieces. That's a lot of scratch. Think of the stuff you could buy. Yeah. I mean, all you gotta do is go to Drakal with us and talk to this guy I know. Tell him what was happening, you know, back in Zexa. I just want you to explain to him what you were doing. He might be able yeah, to right. help you. Uh, and I'll, I'll explain to him that the elf there is a murderer. No, see, that would not get you the 250 gold pieces. You just have to explain to him how you were trying to help the town, how it's been well, overrun. But it would get Sardo people. justice. Uh, Sardo's... Sardo was Sardo a shy. Sardo beyond justice. Uh, you, you don't really know Sardo as well as you think you might know him. You know, Sardo you know how you were killing people to sort of for the better good? Uh, I was killing killers. I wasn't just randomly killing people. Yeah, but in the end, you were still killing people that you deemed to be bad people so they wouldn't kill other people, right? Yeah. That Sardo was one of those guys. I hate to bring no. it to you. I no. I know you don't have any... You just have to take my word for it. You make a persuasion check? 16. Uh, look, you haven't roughed me up too badly so far. I won't give you any trouble for the rest of the journey, but you just gotta give me something. Tell me, are you, are you marching me to my death here? Uh, no, not to my knowledge. Well, now, see, when you add caveats like that, that's what uh, that's what kind of upsets old Chucky here. Yeah, well, how would I know? I mean, I you could we could have died... You know, back in the cave. I, I don't know if you're going to die in, in Drakal. I'm Shit, not, I, I I'm not taking you somewhere to get you killed. I'm taking you there so you can explain what's happening in Zexa. All right, and 250 gold. That's what I'm offering you. All right, he kind of extends a manacled hand for a shake. And... Okay. <laughs> All right, you've convinced him. Good job. <laughs> All right, uh, so next watch. Who's going to go next here? I'll watch. Can I go next, Brynn? Sure. Okay, so uh, you guys have you guys are like officially out of the the foothills. You made it kind of a little bit past where where they end, and basically the terrain you're in is is kind of very barren. It's it's not like quite desert, but it's you know it's just kind of a dry landscape, which I guess is a desert. It's on your map, you've made for us here. It's a yeah, it's a flat. So, so it's like surface. a it's an environment that has a lot of sand, um, cactus yeah, or two. There's not any trees or much vegetation. I don't want to say it's a desert, but well, not quite a desert. Well, what, what I mean to say is that it doesn't have the extreme temperature fluctuations that one would think of as being okay. a desert. So it's going to be. It's not scorchingly hot in the day when it suns out, and it's not frigid at night. It's still, again, this is, you're kind of, I think we're moving into spring-ish, so it's it's kind of relatively warm up. Okay, great. So we have not started a fire, and we don't really need to start a fire. If Yeah, if you guys don't want a fire, it's not chilly enough where no fire would prevent you from being comfortable enough to get your rest. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm, I'm in favor of not starting a fire if we don't need one. Uh, so, Bryn, you're... you're Shift passes uneventfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's next? Gozer? Bill? Or, F- or Falzer? Next shift? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go next. <laughs> Gozer's, um, just Gozer's there the smiling. most hurt, so <laughs> she needs her rest. Gozer's sleeping. Do I need to make? Do I need to make a roll here, Leland? What are you throwing at me? You? Do you want to do some things with the book or the cap right now? Yeah, I, I definitely will. Um, you should attune yourself during Yeah, that. you can yeah. attune to the cap with no penalty right now. It's fine. So, sorry, this was a cap of casting. Plus one to range and melee spell attacks, not plus one on damage. Plus to the attack range. roll, though. How does Ranged that work? Ranged and melee spells. So, any range oh, or I melee. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. I thought you said a plus one to range. It's a plus one to any spells that are range. Yeah. Range. To the spells. attack roll, yes. Plus one to the attack roll. And then you had a book. So, attuning, how long is each watch? 
Uh, a couple hours. You'd rest for eight yeah. hours. You so you have time to attune and learn the book or whatever. So I could do both then, right? Yeah, in, in your in your watch, absolutely. Okay, so I'll do the cap of casting first. Okay. And then the manual of flesh golems. So you I want will. to cast the ritual. So when you're casting a ritual, uh, I will. You'll have a a negative to your like watch perception though. Mm-hmm. So okay. Bryn, as an elf, you. Can ba- you meditate for four hours? So basically, yeah. like Bryn could be up as well. Yeah. Okay. I I like that. Okay, I could I be like I can be kind this. of like up and on alertness. Okay. Absolutely. So first. Elfing it up. First, we're gonna do the cap of casting. Okay. Next, manual of flesh golems. So you're gonna cast a ritual. You're gonna cast identify as a ritual. Yes. Okay. So. This manual, it's very rare, and it is, uh, as you already discerned, a manual of flesh golems. And to even be able to decipher and use it, you know you must be a spellcaster with at least two fifth level spell slots. A creature that can't use a manual of golems and attempts to read it takes 6d6 psychic damage. So if you are not powerful enough, it could very well kill you trying to use it. And you said I need to be level five. You uh, must be a caster with at least two fifth level spell slots. That's not a level five wizard. That's okay. a much higher spelled wizard. So you you do know how to use it, but again, I don't. If, if you want to try. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No, no. Okay, cool. That so, would put you at tenth level, by the way. So keep yeah. keep. <laughs> Keep it secret, keep it safe is is what we're going with right now. Or sell it. Again, it's a very rare item. Yeah, this is true. But he's never thinking of money. I'm, this falls. Right? Yeah, I'm more interested in magical ability than gold. Yes, but gold can buy you magic items. Bryn, uh, when he finds out what it is and that he'd have to be a level ten wizard, kind of encourages him to sell it. But okay, noted. So I know what the cap of casting is about. It gives me plus one to ranged and melee spells, and the manual of flesh golems I'm not going to be able to use anytime soon. Yeah, it's above your pay grade. Okay. All right, so that's all I'm going to do on my watch. Anything eventful happen? Nope, nope. With uh, Bryn kind of keeping a lookout while you're ritual casting, nothing of note. Okay. And last watch uh, is Gozer. Yep. So Gozer, are you... What exactly are you feeling right now? Are you apprehensive on this watch? Are you concerned about anything? No. I, okay. I'm feeling better. My exhaustion's gone. Yeah. Feeling relaxed. It's a loaded question, Leland. Nice nice little rest there. And it, we are in between Zexa and Drukal, getting kind of close to Drukal, so... Yeah, I'm going to be extra vigilant in, in uh, watching, making okay. sure there's nothing out there. Okay, why don't you make me a perception check? Um, hmm. Apparently I'm not as vigilant as I thought I was going to be. That's only an 11. Oh, okay. Well, again, there's... I'm still tired. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> when do we... Uh, You're a little groggy. Get... You just woke up. <laughs> when do we get our health back and stuff? Like at the end of this whole thing? Yeah, once the once okay. your rest is over, you'll be fully healed. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, you don't uh, you don't notice anything around you. And I'm in, I'm sitting in shadow as much shadow as I can be with my hood up and and kind of trying to disguise myself as much as I can. Totally, totally. Okay, night passes pretty well uneventfully. I like that. So you all gain uh, the benefits of the long rest. So all expended spell slots are back. You guys, re- you guys regain uh, half of your total hit die. Okay. So, so you guys currently have three hit dice available. You will gain back two of them. That's all I had spent so far. So I gained back all of mine. Now. So a long rest doesn't actually gain me back hit points, just hit die. No, you're fully healed. Your hit points all come back. Oh, okay. Fully sorry, sorry. healed. Okay. That's what I was wondering. I'm back. Yeah, full, full hit points, all your spell slots back. Any abilities that can only be activated once per long rest, they are they are refreshed, so you guys are completely back to full power. Right? 
Can you tell me more about my jumping ring again? Sorry. It allows you to cast the spell jump at will. Meaning you can cast it whenever you want. And I jump three times higher. Three times higher and three times longer. Yeah, there's farther. long jump and high jump. So, yeah, there's different rules on jumping that we can... It's a little windy there, but uh, we can look them higher up Higher and longer, and then the, the details of how far not high I can jump are... Right, so that's going to be based on some of your uh, abilities, like your strength and stuff. I mean, it's very rare that people even try to high or long jump. That's funny. <laughs> I've never actually played a game where someone wanted to do this. Only when hey, they're... Uh, you never know. A big chasm or something does it ever even get long. Right. Well... Bryn, Bryn likes to get up into rafters and on top of roofs totally, and totally. stuff. Is the ground, is it like sand or is it dirt? It's dirt. I'm going to take some water and, and make some mud and kind of smear it on my face. Oh, wow. Gozer. Why? Like to basically obscure your identity. Yeah. Okay, so roll me. Roll. Okay, why don't you just roll me a stealth check then? And then I'll, I'll apply that to uh, if you run into anybody or anything. 14. Okay. So, Bryn, for, for jumping, just to mm-hmm. go over it, I guess. Uh, if you want to do a long jump, you cover a number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet before the jump. So basically a running jump, right? Now, with the jump spell, you would be able to times that by three. What's your strength? My strength is 11. So with the jumping ring of jumping, you activate it, which doesn't cost you anything. You would be able to jump 33 feet uh, as long as you moved at least 10 feet before. And when if you want a high jump, high jump, again, it's based off strength. You leap into the air a number of feet equal to 3 plus your strength modifier, which, again, for you is only going to be 3 feet. But you would be able to jump, like, 10 feet into the air with, with the ring of jump. Nice. So you guys just, uh, morning comes, continue to do call. Oh, I guess Chucky's fully healed, too. Chucky! Chucky, Chuck. Okay, I unmanacle Chucky. Okay. Now that he's full strength, you're like, here, go ahead, run away. He's not going to run anywhere. <laughs> we have an agreement. Yeah. And he knows we'll shoot him if he does. That's and true. And I glare at him. He knows how I put an arrow through the back of Sarah's I, I have seen this one's handiwork. <laughs> <laughs> I also burn myself and shoot other people, so. <laughs> You're a deal of all trades there. <laughs> uh, it's going to take you probably another six or so hours to actually get to the, the city gates of Drukal. And again, same terrain. Do you guys have like a preferred marching order? Going into the city? Like. Well, when I say marching order, it's literally like the order in which you guys are positioned. You could have like a standing marching order. So I don't have to ask you where you are standing in the event something may surprise you or try to surprise you. Just so I get positioning. I would suggest that we have Gozer up front. If anybody disagrees with that. then Falls are uh, in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, either myself or uh, Bran in the back. Possibly Bren. Yeah, I could be. Bren, since you're with, you gotta keep control of Chucky. Yeah. I can be Caboose, that's fine. Yeah, if Chucky gets out of line, maybe uh, give him a poke. But not too hard. That would be an expensive poke. Yes. (laughs) Alright, so you get, uh, you can, like an hour out of the city, again, this is all like flatland. You can see the, the, the city walls of Drukal. Drukal is a, it's completely encompassed by a, like a stone wall that's about 10 feet tall. It's got three main gates of entry. Uh, so you would have to move a little bit north would be to the nearest road leading into the city. Okay. Well, do, do I know of any other ways into the city? You, you absolutely do know some extra ways into the city. You know some uh, maybe uh, like drainage culverts mm-hmm. that you may have used uh, once or twice in your past dealings in, in Drukal. And they're situated every hundred feet or so maybe. See, I, d- so, I don't uh, I don't want to go in if it's going to make it more difficult. There's no, there's no reason for us to avoid anybody going into Drukal. 
I mean, yeah, no, there's nothing. The guards aren't going to out looking for us or anything. So it's the only way, reason I would suggest it is if it was going to cut down on our time significantly. It would cut. Uh, it would cut a couple hours if you want to squeeze through one of these these culverts. They're like they're again they're they're well suited for your size. Okay. Uh, but it's a tight fit for everybody else. Gozer could. Uh, I sort of look at Gozer and think, eh, she might make it. <laughs> <laughs> Gozer's willing to try. No, I'm not bringing this up to you guys. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just sort of surmising. This is an internal monologue, or uh, there's really no reason uh, to, to do this. So I'm just gonna know that that's a possibility. If something goes down, I might uh, shoot off for one of those other ways into the city. Okay, cool. So you guys then turn north. So Gozer would be aware of this because if it's a tight fit, it's not something Gozer would typically. You haven't do. known me. Uh, no, not call. that you know it. Just. She's been to Drakal. How how tall also. is this wall? The wall the wall's only like a, it's a ten foot wall. It's not like it's not I like can a, jump it. <laughs> <laughs> you, I can. You can yeah, you can try to just scale this wall. I'm just saying I can I can jump it. I got a ring, baby. Probably be killed by the guards. You would not have any specific information in regards to these these drainage culverts. Okay, because it's not something that she would have done in the past. No, no. Uh, yes, so Bryn, yes, absolutely. If you guys just want to walk up to a wall and try to scale the wall, you can absolutely do that. <laughs> uh, whether or not someone on the other side is just seeing a band of <laughs> band of travelers like scaling the wall, I don't yeah, know you, what they'll you, think. You, but. You, go, you jump up there with your ring, then throw the ring down to us, the next guy jumps up, and then the last <laughs> yeah. guy is Chucky, and he just you, wait, you gotta wait. <laughs> you gotta wait an hour to attune to the ring, and then jump. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I say we just do our ring, what we were gonna do. Okay, right, so you fine. head up, up north to this main road. Falzern and I are only four foot something, so I mean. Do you want to just do you want to continue to the to the wall and just follow the wall, or just immediately cut north to the to the road, cut and then travel the road. travel on the road for a little bit? Before yeah, you yeah. Actually that seems get to make more sense. We're just actually just going to recall like any travelers would be, pretending like we came from Altenschick. Yeah, absolutely. That that is the road that uh, connects Drakal and Altenschick. That's exactly right. I got a map. Good. I said it to you. You should be using it. As you get to this road, again, there's only, this is like one of three roads that leave out of Drukal, so it's it's like a well-used road and semi-maintained. The closer you get to Drukal, the, the more maintained it becomes. As a lot of uh, business in Drukal uh, requires the transporting of, of some something, goods or people maybe or, or whatever, so... It's important to the city's uh, infrastructure that these roads are maintained. So traveling on the road, you kind of pass, uh, you know, the odd passerby, and uh, you do pass a wagon being pulled by a horse, and uh, in the driver's seat is a is a, is an orc, and this orc again, Gozer, you recognize more. Uh, of the same colors, actually, Shaft, you also recognize these these tribal colors, the same colors as you found on the the dead orc being pulled by the horse. So it's just a wagon, it's a covered wagon, so you don't you can't see what's in it, but uh, it's just kind of you know galloping down. R- remind me, was my tribe friendly with this tribe? Your tribe, none of the tribes in the Forgrag Mountains are could be considered friendly with the other tribes, but. You know that this tribe is like long gone. Like you, it's thought that this tribe is dead to you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I thought it was like an extinct tribe. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at him and see if I recognize him as maybe being a an orc wearing the wrong colors, wearing the colors of the, of oh, the other sure. tribe. Oh sure. Can you do me a history check? I have seventeen plus oh zero, so seventeen. Oh okay, that's pretty good. You, okay, so you kind of, as you get closer to him, you know, many orcs have uh, facial tattoos, uh, tattoos on the, on the other parts of, other parts of their bodies, and can match up the, the tattoos uh, on this orc uh, with the tribal colors uh, of the Gorlock tribe. But if, if you can all give me a perception check. 18. Dang, girl. Dang. I perceive stuff. Dang, girl. Uh, 17. 
12. Nine. All of you see what looks to be uh, like an additional tattoo on this orc's forehead, very much like you saw uh, a forehead tattoo on the dead orc that you found, or half-orc. Yeah, it was a half-orc. This one, uh, Shaft and Gozer, though, you guys had the best look at the dead half-orc. This tattoo, again, still looks much more fresh than the other tattoos on this orc, just like the half-orc. But it's it's not the same tattoo, but it looks it looks very similar. It's almost as if it's like a, a variation of, of maybe the, whatever this pattern of tattoo. And you're kind of just given... <laughs> you guys are, I surmise, staring pretty intently at this orc uh, who is, is paying you no mind. It's just focus on... He's focused on drive, driving this wagon and really doesn't pay any attention to you guys as you kind of get closer and possibly pass. Or are, you, are you just going to pass uh, him? I'm, I'm going to look... Of course, this this is odd to me because I know that that tribe is, is no longer around. And, uh, you know, does this, uh, does this face familiar to me like what might have been someone from my past uh no you do not recognize this one. okay i'm gonna say hey try and get his attention do you like want to stop the wagon or are you just yelling at him i'm just yelling at him trying to get his, just trying to get his attention okay what it kind of slows a little bit your tribe are you gorlock where, where are you from i'm from the vorgorog mountains What's your tribe? I'm a proud member of the Gorlock tribe. Gorlocks are gone. I'm Gorlock. I stand here. I'm not gone. What about your family? What about the rest of your tribe? They exist. They do. We all heard you were gone. No. Did not you true. just did you just come from the city? Yes, I, I am on my way to Altenshire. Okay, so is, is this uncommon to have uh, them go in the city? In Drukal? Yes. It's not... It's not common. It, I, it, it's uncommon, I would say. Okay, but but not not like the guards are going to slash them down. No, 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 no. But, okay. I mean, you, you know full well that some people in Drukal... Like, there's business between Drukal and the, and the tribes of the Borgarog Mountains. Okay. Generally, it's not like the orcs coming down to inhabit the city, but yeah, they, they do visit the city for whatever business they may have there. But I will say that this now is the second like traveler of orc from the direction of Drukal, which is very uncommon. There's there's no reason with for both Gozer and Shaft, from your knowledge, Shaft, of Drukal, and Gozer, your knowledge of the mountains themselves and the inner workings of the tribes, that any of the orcs living there would have any need to further expand past Drukal. Do you know of a hork? Uh, age of 19 winters. Yes. I know hork. And, and is, he, well. is he in the Vorok Mountains? In your tribe? Can you send him a message for me? I must go to Altenschick. Okay, well, it's good to know that, that he is well. He is alive, yes. I grunt and continue walking. I'm done. I ask him why he's going to Altenschick. My tribe has dealings there. That makes me pause. And I said, mm-hmm. Orcs don't go that far. Mm-hmm. Orcs aren't welcome that far. Are you from the mountains? Yes. Who are you? To what tribe? I am my own tribe now. So you are an outcast. What is your business in Altenschick? The business of the tribe. Are you welcome there? Do they allow you to walk freely? I am free. They will. They will meet me. Hmm. May I ask your name, friend? No, you may not. Too late, he already did. He asked it. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you see Hork, tell him that Tobias said hello. I do not expect to see Hork. If we come across him in your travels, uh, I would uh, appreciate the uh, 
to let him know that I'm still well. Is there any way I can persuade this guy to tell us his name? Uh, sure. So you have two two routes to this. You can either maybe talk sweetly to him. Uh, I mean, and by that I mean non-aggressively uh, by making a persuasion skill check, or you can try to be intimidating and forceful with him. Um, well, I have bonus and persuasion, so let's go with the sweet one. Okay. <laughs> and hope I stop rolling one. Well, he's not persuaded. Can I re-roll? <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, it's not yeah. good. Yeah. Now I must be, I must continue. As he kind of spurs the horse again, again to, to leave you guys. Okay. I let him go. I, I don't have any more business with him. <sighs> I was just surprised that an orc would be going to Alton Schick and would be welcomed there. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to split up from you guys. I could be stealthy and try to figure stuff out, but let's just let him go. Yeah, I say we move on. Is there any way... There's a driver of the carriage, right? Yeah, that's who you're talking to. Okay, I'm not talking to the actual orc? Yeah, the, the orc is driving, is, dri- is oh, manning okay. this wagon. Yeah. Okay, okay. Good day, okay. my friend. You part ways. And uh, you continue the last uh, hour to the gates of Drew Call. You've made it. Hmm. Yay. Now, I don't I don't think that um, Gozer and Shaft and I know that we have Detmer in common, or is that... Did we make that... Gozer you guys have not him. had that conversation. We've, no, we've not talked about that. But... No, we've not talked about that yet. I, uh, you guys, I assume you've been following me taking Chucky to the place that I need to take him. Nobody's asked me where that is or why, so you're just along with me, right? Yeah, I'm just along with you. You're yeah. paying me. I mean, Shaft, where are you taking him? To see a friend. You're welcome to come along. Sure, I, I don't mind tagging along. What's your friend's name? It's irrelevant. He can tell you his name if he wants. He's That's fine. Where, where's that your way. friend at? Well, it's this way. It's down here. I'll show you. Okay. Does any of this look familiar to me? Like it's Detmer's area or anything like that? Yeah. As you kind of venture into the city, there are, in the northern parts of Drukal, there are like a few like spires kind of thing. It's where a lot of people majority of the population live it's kind of almost like the the housing district and yeah as you move northward into the housing district you you know taking some turns there's some pretty pretty seedy streets down Drukal of which Shaft and Bryn are both familiar <laughs> uh Gozer maybe as well too of course Falzerin having never been here has no idea what to think but but yeah you Bryn you certainly recognize the general direction in which that you were going. traveling. Okay, yeah. that sounds good. Okay. I'm, tag- I'm fine to tag along there, Shaft. You just... I'm just going to continue Mind your own get- business. Yeah. <laughs> until we get to uh, the place that I need to take. Okay. Him. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, you're passing to the gates. You're not accosted by any of the guards out there. I mean, Shaft, you know that the, you know, for- guard is, for lack of a better term, any of the... The law, quote unquote, law in this city is on the take. Like, sure, you know who you know who greases the wheels, and you know, right. So yeah, you're definitely not accosted. You're not stopped. I mean, you guys are a pretty rough looking kind of group. I think <laughs> if if, uh, if Gozer sees any other orc, she's gonna cross to the other side of the road. Okay, so as you're traveling into these this housing district on the edge of the uh, edge of the northern part of the city, you stumble or stumble. You are led by Shaft directly <laughs> to uh, to his contacts location, which is, of course, based out of you know some grubby inn with the uh, the likes of which you may not want to sit down to have a drink with. And but Gozer, you kind of you immediately you know exactly where you go. Of course, or sorry, Gozer, Shaft, you know you know you recognize a few people in the bar as they kind of give mm-hmm. you a nod of a. Uh, some of appreciation, you know, some maybe, some maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you go right to the back and meet where there's kind of like a, it's like a back entrance, right? And again, there's a big, big beefy dragonborn standing there. And you kind of give him the, give him the phrase. And 
he lets you go and kind of stops the rest, though, of course. Okay. Now, the, they do they recognize uh, Bryn? I mean, it's Bryn. Yes, Bryn uh, also has the has the passphrase. So I say, uh, you know, is there there's some drinks out there, right? I mean, there's places for people to sit that sort of it's just like a taverny type uh, yeah. front to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll I'll say to uh, Gozer, hey Gozer, uh, why don't you uh, stick out here and make sure there's uh, everything's okay? Here's some. Get yourself a few ales on me. Give me some more so Falzern can have a drink too. Yeah, yeah, hey, you can have a couple more gold. So <laughs> Thanks, Gozer. Three, three gold pieces. And uh, then we'll head back. And uh, You're too I, suspicious if you don't have a drink. As I walk back, I say, I say for Bryn too. Because I have no idea Bryn's been here before. So, Bryn, do you, uh, you give this bounce with the phrase as well? Yeah. It's very... It's now... now it is evident to both yeah, of you yeah. that you are you're there to see the same I look right at Shaft and I'm like, I think I'm here to see the same friend. Give the bouncer the phrase. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So the the phrase is kumquat. <laughs> of course. <sighs> okay, so you try to take Chucky in too? Yeah. I, like the I give the, the uh, dragon board Frank, I give him a wink and go. He's uh, <laughs> here to see Detmer and Kumquat. Okay, he uh, <laughs> he pulls up this little little notebook he has and kind of leafs through, gives you a nod to pass. Okay. And Bren, you give him Kumquat. You Kumquat him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I basically look. I basically look at the dragon board. And I'm like, don't make me say it. And he just like lets me through anyway. I don't yeah, want to say it. <laughs> he knows me. All right. Falzer and Gozer, you find some place to sit down? Yeah. yeah Order sit a drink. down and we get drinks and we get some food. Okay, Bryn and Shaft. So, yeah, uh, you pass through. It's just like a curtain at the top of this uh, stair, stairway down, leading downwards, Both of which both you are familiar. And it leads just into one room, which is your contact's office. And as you get down there, you see a uh, squatly dwarf kind of uh, seated behind this oaken desk. A few piles of gold on either side of him on, on the desk as he's kind of maybe counting and, you know, taking stock of what he has in front of him. And he's, he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't quite notice you as you guys enter. Okay, I walk in, hit on the door jam. Oh. Mr. Detmer. Look who it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd like to introduce you to, to someone. This this here is uh, the... A woman who needs no introduction. No, no, no. I wasn't introducing her. I was introducing <laughs> the Arcanist. I roll my eyes. Ah, so you succeeded in your bounty then. I brought him here and I sort of grab him by the arm a little bit and take him over and I say, uh, tell, tell my friend... Uh, what you've been doing in Zexa? I do not need to hear. It is not my concern, nor should it be yours. Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. I, I was, I was told some things here. Okay. Now, Shaft here, he's gonna owe me some money if I came to tell my tale. Yeah. Right, first, I have to get uh, compensated for bringing you here. To your contact, he, he kind of looks at Bryn and looks at Shaft and. Well, uh, how exactly did this come to be? How did I, how did I bring the Arcanist here? Oh, the the two of you. Oh, she's she's just here with me. We we, we met. I don't know really why she's with me. Yeah, why is that? A, why does that a concern? Yeah. Not a concern, just a curiosity. No. We ran into each other trying to take this guy down on the streets, and then we helped track him down. Travel back from Zexa to Drew Call together. We've got two other buddies out in the tavern right now. You know I normally work alone, Detmer. Yes, I, I do know that. So, possibly, there could be jobs for the two of you in the future. I don't see why not. What about you, Shaft? I, I mean, what do, you, what do you mean by it? I mean, typically, you know, I... Do you take jobs from him often? 
we've we've been acquainted for quite some time. I mean, uh, I, I definitely would like to explore anything that would be lucrative on my end, as uh, as I think we're square now, aren't we, Detmer? Your debt has been paid, yes. And he gets up from his chair, and he walks over. You to, had a debt, uh, eh? To the far wall, and he kind of just like pulls on like a little sconce, and this wall slides open. Now just put the Arcanus in here, and uh, I'll make sure he he gets to my employer. Should I, should I push him over there? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on a second. I'm not going in there. No, no. This is how you. It's, it's, this is the last thing you have to do before we. This is the last thing. <laughs> oh boy, you're gonna have the role of deception for that one. <laughs> this is the last thing you're gonna have to do, and then you'll uh, get your freedom. Deception. Uh... <laughs> that's a seventeen. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm afraid that's not quite high enough for the circumstances. <laughs> All right. Oh, hold on a second. And he and, uh, he throws a punch at you, Shaft. Okay. Uh, he critically fails. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> he throws and overcompensates, stumbles and falls to the ground and, and hurts himself. He swings too high. <laughs> yeah, he swings too high. <laughs> I just kind of like take a look at Shaft and take a look at Detmer and I'm like, so Shaft owed you. So I'm like connecting some dots here. I guess if you trust Shaft, I can trust him a little bit more than I have been. Well, tr- trust <laughs> trust is a funny thing. Now, Shaft, put this man in this cell. Okay, I pull both my rapiers out. I, I sort of... He's on the floor, right? Yeah, he's on the I floor. Put, I sort of cross him over behind his neck, and I say, Look, you can follow through with this, or you'll just die here now. I mean, it doesn't uh, make any sense. All right, okay, okay, okay. Come on, just, just don't, don't hurt me. Don't hurt I, me. Not anymore, kill please. You. And, and you have my word, you'll get your money eventually. Just not today. And he, uh, he, he complies. He, okay. as you guide him with your little scissors, your yep. mane over his neck here. And uh, Detmer pulls the same sconce and just closes him in in, in this little cubby. I'll say, I know it's none of my business, but will I ever run into that guy again? I don't expect so. Okay. I look over at Shaft and I'm like 250 gold richer. <laughs> <laughs> now let's finish your contracts here. As he walks back to his desk, kind of pulls open a drawer, pulls out two uh, like rolls of parchment. Shaft, as he calls you over, and kind of pulls out the scroll for you. As, he, as you've done before with him, you know to... You take your hand and place it in the middle of this parchment, as it kind of starts to glow, as it, like almost like it's like a fantasy palm reader kind of right. <laughs> picture, picture, picture this like light coming going up and down this scroll. Kind <laughs> a of scanner. Thing. Oh, gosh, yeah, it's like a little scanner, and um, it it flashes red. Oh, I'm afraid we have a problem. Is it has it always flashed red before? Or? It's never flash red for you, no. It usually flashes green on a completed job. It appears we're missing some things. As he pulls the scroll and kind of reads, I believe there were should have been some items he had in his possession. Oh yeah, there was. But that wasn't part of the contract. Ah, well if you look at it, and he kind of pulls, pulls out a magnifying glass. The fine print, my friend. The fine print. So, what's the fine print say there? Fine print says that any belongings found on the Arcanist should have been accompanied with them. Now, you can absolutely try to bullshit Detmer. Yeah, well, I, I... I was going to say, I'll try, I'll try to help Shaft BS as well. And say I so was you wanna, there. Okay, you want to help him? Okay, great. So you I'll, I'll help give... him and say I was there the whole time. Okay. Detmer, what, what happened was we showed up in Zexa and uh, we found out that this uh, Chucky guy, uh, Chucky's his real name, by the way, uh, was 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 really the Arcanist. So we went and we caught him, and we brought him to you. He was at the bar, believe it or not, as a uh, 
as a waiter. And when we found out who he was, we brought him right here. So everything that is in his possession is on him right now. Roll me uh, a persuasion with advantage, because Bryn is back in your story. Persuasion? It's a 16. That's with advantage? Yeah. My persuasion's 23. Hmm. Well, I will have to inform my employer of this. And if he's not satisfied with my performance, I'm not satisfied with yours. Just keep that in mind. I understand. Uh, is there something specific you were looking for that if I happen to be back in Zexa, I'll see if I can find it? I mean, I can find out where he lived and maybe, uh, maybe pick it up for you. There apparently is a set of armor. Oh, armor. That the Arcanist was gallivanting around in. Yeah, uh, don't know anything about that, so I guess uh, I'll, uh, I'll take a look next time I'm in Zexa. So you got another, uh, you got another job, you say? He waves you. Hold on, he's not, I'm not quite finished. And he pulls out uh, a parchment for Brent and does the same thing. It's Brent. He motions for you to, to put your hand on it. I slap my hand down on it. Okay. Like, and again, it kind of reads you. <laughs> Scroll palm reader, <laughs> and it you know kind of flashes green. I smirk over at Shaft like, yeah, that's right, mine's green. <laughs> I see you've dispatched your target, and he pulls out a sack of gold for you, plops in front of you on the table and pays you for your job. Um, that amount of gold, I count it, is it correct, and does Shaft know how much I made or no? Unless you're going out loud. It's the agreed upon it's, amount. It is the agreed upon amount, yes. I, I'm, I'm shocked that she's counting the money in front of Detmer. I know. Like, I'm going, uh, I just I don't trust up. anybody, Shaft, all right? I'm like, I'm thinking she's got some balls on her, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Something of Miss Youngbrin? Just making sure it's all there. Now, Shaft, as far as you new jobs, you're saying? Uh, why don't you come back in a day and I may have something for the both of you. Oh yeah, what what kind of scratch are we talking? I don't usually work with other people. Well, if the two of you were to sign on to this job, it would be a job requiring two people of your skill, paid out much larger than a single person job. In fact, it would scale three times as much. So that's pretty big coin. It's like forty-five hundred. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. Details to follow. I guess I'll show up tomorrow and see what you got. I'll hear you out. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. And as you leave, you kind of <laughs> can hear Chucky banging in this muffler. Hey! What's hey! hey! And he's banging on the other side of the door. <laughs> Poor Chucky. He was a good guy. He was one of the good ones. He was one of the good he ones. Really be- he really believed you were going to give him that 250 gold. <laughs> he was very convinced, yeah. If I, <laughs> yeah, if... I didn't know what they were going to do with them. I mean, honestly, if he came out the other side of this, I might might entertain giving him a little coin. But Shaft, when <laughs> when does Detmer ever want? When are Detmer's jobs ever for the benefit of the person you're dragging? You know, here? come uh, on, buddy. I, I never really get to know what happens, uh, but I've I've heard there's rumors that there's been some uh, some people that came out for the better. Yeah, ignorance is bliss, eh, Shaft? Uh, ignorance is uh, bliss for sure. Yeah. So, interesting how uh, I never ran into you here. So are you guys up in in the bar now? Yeah, I think so. We're kind of walking up there, yeah. Well, I just, uh, I've only taken a few jobs for this guy. Kind of new to the area. Uh, Are you more of a... I'm I'm thinking for a minute, and I go, someone who sort of doesn't bring people back, I assume. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's one way of putting it. Yeah. I've known some some people in your profession. They don't tend to last a long time. You must be pretty good at what you do. I've been doing it a long time. I know I'm young, but uh, I grew up quick. Grew up mean. Fist got hard and your wits got keen. (laughs) Well, let's go back and see what the others are up to. and, And tomorrow maybe we'll see if we can split some coin together. 
That's uh, forty five hundred each, something. right? Depend, depend, depends on yeah, depends on the job. I don't normally work with other people, but we'll see. Nor do I, but I mean forty five hundred. I assume a piece. I assumed you and Gozer were working together. Gozer and I uh, have a friendship, and I pay Gozer. Uh, she's sort of my muscle. Yeah, I can see that. Gozer doesn't want for a lot, but uh, she uh, she's pretty loyal. So you guys are back now, joining Gozer and Falzerin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Chucky is uh, he's doing well. I think he'll be uh, living a good life now. <laughs> Lying through his teeth, buddy. Alright. Do we come back to find Gozer and Falzerin just like smashed and like <laughs> singing songs and like hugging no. each other and stuff? No, that's <laughs> not that's not in character for Falzerin to be. You weren't down there for three hours. <laughs> they were like shots, shots, shots. <laughs> so does anybody else here from Dracol? Uh, or is it just me? Does anybody else live in the city? So you're you're from Dracol. I live here. I've been here for some time now. Well, you know that Gozer was living in Dracol, too. I, uh... Well, I mean, I don't know that, but... If I recall, I I met you... At Dracol. Yeah, but I didn't didn't get the timeline there. Have we worked together in the past, or was this our first job? First job. We had first job together, but we had uh, meetings of dealing with the, the tribe stuff. Yeah. But so you're you're here in the city too, then. Yeah. So, uh, hey Gozer, you think we could crash at your place? Are these two, I mean, I have to go back to the house, to the place, my place. My place is one room. They can sleep on the floor. Yeah, they've been sleeping on the ground for the last few days. I think the floor might be a relatively comfortable comparative. I'm just gonna uh, probably. Brynn will probably they, pay for a room. Yeah, they get hotel. they get a room at the tavern. Actually, that's probably all I have too. I've probably just been staying at a tavern. I don't think I have an actual house or anything. I think when I come into Drew Call, I usually stay close to Detmer's spot. I mean, as as far as I'm concerned, other than meeting back up with uh, with Gozer. I'm, I'm, this is just another day in the life of uh, Shaft. He went and finished a job and he's back home now. And uh, so, you know, now that the only reason I really have any reason to talk to, to Bryn is, is because uh, this could possibly be uh, of some value to me. So, Falzern, what's your plans here in the city? Well, I think I'll grab, an, grab a room tonight and see what tomorrow brings. I bet you you could take that uh, fancy cap you just found and get some coin out of that. Yeah, I might consider it. There's a good magic shop, I believe. You go down down the road there, and then you take the three. You turn left there, and then go down a few more, and there's a there's a place out out front. I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's where all the 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 magic people hang out. That sounds interesting. Thanks for the tip. I'm always interested to meet new magic users and learn what they might be able to offer. It's a shop. I mean, I don't know anything about it inside there. There's really nothing I'm interested in, but uh, I want to check that out. And then I uh, go over and I drop some coin on the table and walk out. Hey, you didn't pay me. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that tomorrow. No, I still have to get now. I didn't get paid in there either. You and I are sort of uh, waiting for a final payment here. Yeah, I know. Apparently, we didn't uh, finish the job correctly. And, and uh, Who spells that? Well, I guess if we wanted to do the right thing, we'd rip these gauntlets off of uh, Falzerin here and uh, take the stuff off of him and take it down to Detmer if you want to get paid. What does this I gear have to do with anything? <laughs> that's the that's that's what that's what's on the Arcanist. You needed to return this gear in order to be paid. Yeah, we were supposed to bring the Arcanist back with all his stuff, but uh, right now I'm just sort of letting that lie. If they uh, oh. if they say it's good, then we're all we're all square. So you're hoping that they're going to um, let just, that slide? Look, and... You've been you've been good with uh, with us. I don't have any ill will against you. I'm just gonna. 
let it play out the way it does. Okay. I appreciate that, Shaft. I'm certainly eager to keep uh, to keep this magical gear and learn how to use it fully. Sure. Oh, yeah. So you're staying here tonight, you say? I don't have anywhere else to stay. All so. right. Well, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Sure. Okay, so, Brendan, do you want to stay at this inn as well? Or do you want to yeah, find somewhere fine. else? No, I'll stay here. Too lazy. I think it's where... I, 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 I'm I assuming that if I come in to get jobs and stuff and stay the night, I've stayed there before, so... Yeah, totally, totally. So you're you're uh, familiar with the Tickly Servant Inn. And, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The Tickly Servant. Say it again. The Tickly Servant. Tickly. Alright. Uh, okay, so again, like, standard, you know, golden night for a room kind of thing. At this place... So, yeah. so the exorbitant rates continue in Drakal from, from <laughs> Sexa. I think the Tickly Servant offers a lot more than just the room. A lot more services? There's some bonus bonus serving services. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're, you're, you're paying for the bottle of wine. <laughs> Comes with a few tickles. You have a few laughs, that's for sure. All right, so we... Uh, we reluctant, reluctantly fork over the cash for the rooms. Sure. I mean, and you guys get here, and it's it's only, like, midday. Or no, oh, is it's, it? Um, it's uh, almost evening. Like, it's not, it's not like, the dead of night or anything. Okay. I suppose I could I could take a wander. How far is this magic shop that Shaft told me about? Uh, he gave you directions. It's uh, maybe a few blocks down, a couple more up. Anyone else interested in going going for a walk to check out this... Magic shop, see if there's any wares we could buy ourselves. Bryn, Gozer? Um, I'm content to just... I think Bryn's content to just hang out in the bar and observe and drink and like have some alone time after days being with these people. Okay, Gozer, what do you want to do? You pay me, I'll go with you. Um, I'm, I'm not sure that I need company that badly. <laughs> <laughs> Then I lean back in my chair and get comfortable. Okay. I'll venture off by myself. I'll, I'll be back here in a little bit and maybe meet up with you guys for a nightcap before. Hopefully you'll be back in a little bit. All right. So so I'm going to head out. Right. Uh, so, Bryn, are you, like, getting your own table? Oh, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we did. When they went downstairs, uh, I, went, I found the darkest corner of the tavern. And there were two humans sitting there, and I walked over, and I pitched them out of their chairs and took over the table. Okay. <laughs> Falls are in. Yeah. So you uh, kind of walk out of the bar, and you're looking for magic, magic, magic. Okay. Each magic ending with an exclamation point, so that's important when you pronounce the title. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you follow, uh, <laughs> follow Shaft's kind of loose instructions. You know, the the city is, like, built in a grid, so two up, two down. It's kind of simple, right? Okay. And you walk into magic, magic, magic. And, yeah, there's a kind of a guy sitting behind this corner. Um, like, very similar to, like, Sardo's shop, right? Like, Oh, it's like Sardo's shop. A few tables. Well, no, I mean, like, it's a similar setup, right? Like, And really being from Heracleon, like, they're not really in the business of selling magical items. Studying magic is right. Is what's more focused in Heraclion. So it's not like you are entirely familiar with the operations of a magic shop, right? Sure. Although I'm getting, I'm getting a bit better at spotting shams. There you go. More familiar with the inventory than anything, right? So yeah, there's kind of a guy as you enter, a little bell dings. He kind of pays you no mind, you know. Not very busy. He doesn't work on commission, so he's not going to be very nosy. Okay. Is it like a board game cafe versus a board game store? There you go. <laughs> Ouch. So, so this this store focuses on magic more so than board games. They want you to buy drinks yeah. and play some games. Yeah, they want you to buy packs of cards. There you go. Okay. We can cut that part out, right? <laughs> oh no, that's it. That's so the good stuff. That's the good stuff. It's your friendly local magic store. 
It works on a tough couple of levels there. So. Is there something in particular that you're looking for, Falzer? No, I mean I'm I'm just curious to see like that this is this is out of my area of comfort, so I'm I'm looking to find anything that looks interesting, glean any knowledge that might be available, or maybe there's some other customers there I could meet who are also interested in magic. Take a look around, see what there is. Just browsing. Okay, so yeah, again, like there's a kind of a the main table in in this pretty small shop. It's only about a 20 by 20 space. Again, a, like a small table kind of filled with trinkety stuff, like very similar to Sardo's. And uh, kind of on the back wall behind the guy, there's just a kind of rows of armament kind of mounted on the wall, you know, swords and uh, javelins and maybe some like halberds and stuff. Very more along the lines of like common magical items. Okay. So uh, just... Currently, no customers in the shop, just the shopkeeper. Yeah, currently. So I'm going to go up to him and just say hi, introduce myself. Falls are in, traveling from, uh, traveling through, basically. Um, I'm interested in magic, wondering if there's anything uh, interesting here he, he might recommend. Well, 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 well. I do like seeing new faces around here. And uh, we don't get many of them, it's a problem. You know, not uh, not too many people interested in in the magic stuff. You know, I myself, I, I love magic, 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 magic. It's in it's in the title. It's in the title. What I would recommend for a guy like you, and he kind of gives a you know, sidelong glance, kind of like as if he's like eyeing you up. And I assume you're still wearing the gauntlets in the helm and the amulet. Yes, you still I have am. that stuff on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean. The problem my, is, my left did, he over, seen better days. did he overhear Shaft and Gozer talking about that stuff? No, I did not. Because hmm. Detmer's men are going to come find you. So yes, I'm, I'm still wearing that. Okay. Well, it, uh, it, se- it seems like you have some pretty, pretty interesting stuff already. I'm not sure if uh, any much that I, like some Mastor, can offer would uh, be much more grand than what you are already wearing. Maybe I could instead take them off your hand. Uh, I'm not sure these are for sale. I still have use for them. I'm more I'm more interested in in magic wares and magic knowledge than I am gold. So these are not for sale, I'm sorry. Well, okay. For a guy such as you, I think maybe this will interest you. And you know, he pulls out he pulls out a little a little bag. It's kind of like a sling that you, would, you throw over your shoulder. Well, I'm sure this is something you're very familiar with. You put any amount of stuff you want in this little bad boy, and it'll hold it. It's quite a nifty little bag. Does it have a name? What exactly is it called? It is a bag of holding. How much are you asking for this bag of holding? And what exactly... Uh, it? So it allows me to hold any amount of items, is what you're saying. Okay, so a bag of holding... Uh, the interior space considerably larger than its outside dimensions. Roughly two feet in diameter at the mouth and four feet deep. The bag can hold up to 500 pounds. As long as it's not something that exceeds uh, a, volume, a volume of 64 cubic feet. The bag itself weighs 15 pounds. Uh, if you overload it, some, it, you can break it kind of thing. So it holds up to basically a bunch of shit up to 1,500 pounds in it. It's like Hermione's purse. Yes, yes. Mary Poppins' bag. The TARDIS. Yeah. Let's just keep going. What else? <laughs> I'm out. That's all I know. How much are you asking for this bag of holding? I I think it. You know it. it I could see some uses for it, but I'm not sure how interested I am in it. Wow, hard bargain. <laughs> well, that's what I want you to think. I just can't believe the first reference to this type of magic is Mary Poppins. <laughs> Everything spawned from Mary Poppins. No, I said Hermione's bag. Yeah, but that's after Mary Poppins. No, Mary I said Poppins. that first. Oh, no, time in, in chronological in order. In actual real life world. Yeah. Stuff. In the real Mary world. Mary Poppins is the OG. OG baby. It is interesting. Well, I I could let it go for maybe five hundred gold. Five hundred gold. That's what I, I exclaimed. Said. 
Don't you exclaim it. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, sir, but that's that's a price that's a bit too steep for me. If it happens to go on sale uh, while I'm still in town, <laughs> perhaps I'll drop back in and take a look. But I'm gonna have to pass on that. Anything well, else you might offer? That's too bad. That's too bad. And again, he kind of gives you another like sidelong look. You kind of you're getting to tell that this is like this guy's shtick. This is like. This guy just likes to do this. He just loves making a show of it. Wheeling and dealing. Yeah, he's got a wheeling and dealing. Sorry, I also have the... I'm, like, looking up items, too. I mean, if you'd look up some reasonable prices, we might... Dude, you're buying magic items? You're buying magic items. (laughs) That's just all I have to say. They don't have reasonable prices. So, so is is five hundred gold pieces a reasonable price? That's, that bag? that's like not bad for a bag for a bag of holding. I don't think I have five hundred. No, no, I, I don't. No, you, you don't. But... <laughs> you're you're most likely not going to be able to afford anything in this shop. <laughs> okay, I, I I turn on my heels and say thank you, kind sir. He's going oh, shopping what? without the money to go shopping. Like... And he's kind of oh wow, that's too bad. As he's pulling out like this this kind of ornate robe, but. Hey, well, come back, baby. Maybe it'll, we maybe it'll work something out. Maybe later. You come back with some coin. Before I leave, I say, um, are there are there many in this city who are interested in in studying the arcane arts? Well, like like I said, I, we don't. I, I don't get much business here. I got to make the most of what business I, I attract. You think your name okay. was like magic, magic, magic? You get all kinds of people. <coughs> oh, that hurt. One would <laughs> one would think. Ironically, you sound just like our magic store here in Lunsburg. You know, I... Indiana. Throw him under the bus, just toss him really under the bus. Magic, magic, magic! Diehard magic players. You have any board games here? Well, maybe behind the boxes of magic cards. <laughs> just collectible cards here. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at IncouragableParty.com, or reach out on social media. The Incursible Party on Facebook and Instagram, at IncouragablePar on Twitter, using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!